Oh boy, do I have a cool show for you today. I want to keep you literally cool while keeping your bank account stuffed with more cash. I'm going to give you my 10 biggest hacks for staying cool and spending less on electricity through the summer months. Listen up, especially those of you in the southern states. Also, big news, we've completely relaunched Savings Angel. I'll explain why we did that. Finally, gather your kiddos. I'm going to interview Brian Morrow from SeaWorld. And you know what he does for a living? He designs roller coasters. I asked him to explain to boys and girls exactly how to become a roller coaster designer. Moms and dads, you're going to love this. So again, be ready to grab the kids, especially if they play roller coaster tycoon just like I do. I've got the windows rolled down and the shades on because it's summer, so let's get going. Oh, I forgot to tell you who I am, just in case you're new to this show. So I'm Josh Elledge, by the way. I have been a consumer advocate and expert for nearly 10 years now. I've been on radio or TV more than a thousand times. I do a syndicated TV consumer uh, segment. I write a syndicated newspaper column that uh, reaches 1.1 million readers every single week. And you know who I am? And I want you to remember this. When you think of me, here's who I am. I'm like that really good friend that you have like at the neighborhood, in the neighborhood or at church or at work or whatever. And that guy always seems to have the hookup. Like he knows exactly like who's got a really good deal and like how to ask for a special hookup or a deal, you know, how to get free upgrades how to get free stuff, how to get like savings that like nobody else gets. I have dedicated my life to being that guy for you. And that's what we do on this show. Now, we all need ways to stay cool in summer. Now, already, it's been unseasonably warm in many parts of the country, forcing air conditioners all over to be on. And that can be very costly, up to $1,200 more in electricity from now until fall. Now, here's some numbers. A mid-size 2.5-ton central air conditioning system uses about 3,500 watts of power an hour. At about 12 cents per kilowatt hour, it costs 42 cents an hour to run your air conditioning unit, which sounds cheap until you add it up. That's $10 a day additional expense or up to $300 more every month on your electricity bill. Now, by the time the weather cools down again, that could be over $1,200 you need to come up with. Now, one of the number one ways I've always advocated controlling your cooling bill is to set your thermostat at a higher temperature so the air doesn't kick on until you absolutely need it. Now, here's some math for you you always want to remember. For every degree you raise the thermostat above 78 degrees, it saves 6 to 8% on your cooling bill. Now, that can shave off nearly $100 before fall or $25 a month from your bill. But how can you stand it until the air kicks on? Well, here are 10 budget hacks to stay cool in the summer and possibly not have to run the air conditioning so much. Now, again, some of these things you may not be willing to do. Some of these things are like, yeah, I could totally do that. All right. So 
If I share something with you and you're like, well, that's stupid. I'm not going to do that. And by the way, kids, don't use that word. That's not a nice word. Okay. Just bear with me. Okay. Some of these are going to work great for you and some eh, don't sound so comfortable. All right, here we go. You ready? Here's the first one. Drink a lot of water. Not only is it healthy, Drinking enough water can also keep you cooler. Plenty of water helps your body sweat properly, activating your natural cooling system. Plus, keeping your lips, mouth, and throat cool and moist can go a long way in making your body feel cooler in general, especially when the air feels heavy and hot. Now, here's one tip. Be sure that it's plain fresh water, not with any kind of drink mix in it with lots of sugar and that kind of thing. All right, having mixes in your water only causes your body to work a little bit harder to filter out the extras. If you struggle to drink plain water, just add a squeeze of natural fruit juice such as lemon, lime, orange, or strawberry. Right here, you hear that? That's my lemon water right there. Here's number two. Plan your day. Arrange what you need to accomplish for the day around the weather. Get outdoor activities done early in the morning or late in the evening. Then do indoor things during the hottest part of the day where you can have fans running and be out of the sun. Number three, be strategic with fan placement. This I really want you to pay attention to because most people really don't understand the purpose of fans and how they work. Now, fans can make it feel three to eight degrees cooler than it actually is. So place them where you can feel them and where they can move hot air away from your body. And don't be concerned about the cost of using several fans. The average fan uses less than 100 watts of power an hour, making them much cheaper than running the AC. That's less than a penny per hour or the equivalency of running over 35 fans instead of the air conditioning unit. You get that? You could run 35 fans for the same price as running your central AC. So again, to put that into plain numbers, you'll spend about $100 before fall instead of $1,200 if you can, again, raise your AC temp just a little bit on. Now, if you have the air on, continue to run fans as well. They maximize the movement of cool air so you can run the AC for less time. Now, if you can, place a couple fans by the AC vents to speed the cooling of the house. Now, I have to do that. Now, let me explain a little bit more about the purpose of a fan. There's really just two jobs that, you, that a fan's going to do. Either it is going to move cool air into a different part of the home so you're transporting air or there's uh, what you need to visualize is when you are feeling warm you're actually you have this trapped layer of heat that surrounds your body and one of the most important things that a fan can do is blow away that blanket of air that surrounds, of warm air that surrounds your body. We need to blow away that heat. That's really going to help you feel much more comfortable. So that said, obviously your ceiling fans should be blowing down on you, blowing the air away. Now, needless to say, if there's nobody in the room, okay, unless there's some reason you really need to circulate the air or you need to use a fan to make sure that a room stays cool, you know, maybe it doesn't get enough AC in there or whatever, 
a fan on when no one is in the room does absolutely nothing, right? It's just, there, there's no need for it. So again, even though it's going to be about a penny an hour or so, if the kids leave the room, have them turn off the fan because it's not doing any good. All right. So just remember those two jobs uh, about the fan. All right. Now, another thing. Oh, I'm going to get into that later, but, 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 but I'm not going to get ahead of myself. I, I see. I love this stuff. <laughs> All right. Cool. Next. And I'm really big on this one too. buy a programmable thermostat or manually control your air conditioning. Now, if you're gone from home during the day, there is no reason to keep it cool, right? You can either remove a house full of heat one time or many times throughout the day. See, unlike liquids or solids, the temperature of air can be changed fairly quickly because it's much less dense. So it's cheaper to cool the house just before you get home. Now, some people have the mistaken belief that you, you should keep the, the, your home cool throughout the day. And, and really what you want to avoid is the differential. So imagine the, that the outside air is 90 degrees and you want to keep it 78 inside the house during the day. Well, because of that 12 degrees uh, difference, that AC has to work harder and harder and harder. Now, the closer the inside temperature is to the outside, the less hard uh, everything has to work. Does that make sense? So in other words, the, the bigger the difference, the more it's going to cost you. And again, if you're not there during the day, you really need to get a programmable thermostat, one that you can use your smartphone with. Um, there's lots now to choose from. Uh, you can go for the Nest if you want to. It's kind of expensive. It's like $250. Uh, I managed to find one for about $100 that uh, runs from my phone. You can program it. And this is really helpful too because uh, if you, let's say you want to make a change to your thermostat, let's say you're going to go away for a couple of days and you think, oh, gosh, I forgot to change it. If you can connect to it with your phone, it could potentially end up saving you a lot of money. We'll do that uh, if we know that we don't need to keep the air cool and we're going to be gone for, you know, we're going to be gone all day. Or we're going to be gone for a couple of days, right? So consider that. It's, it's a wise investment of $100. You should be able to make your money back within one summer if you do it right. Now, when you are home, and let's say it's not automatically controlled, you can manually control your air conditioning. Just turn it on when you absolutely need it and off when you don't. Don't just rely on your thermostat. It can read warmer, but you might not feel hot enough to need the AC. Running it manually can greatly reduce the number of hours the air runs. All right, here's my next hack. I want you to make sure that you close doors to any room, any space that you don't absolutely need to keep cool. I also want you to go in there and I want you to shut those air conditioning vents, right? There's no need to cool spaces that nobody's living in, nobody's actively using. And in fact, you know, here in Florida, I know people that spend a lot less time in the upstairs because it just costs a lot more to keep that air conditioning so cool up there. 
right? So I want you to kick the bad habit of leaving doors open, including closets, not just big rooms, but also, again, consider closets. And if you don't have to run, if you have an air conditioning vent in in a big walk-in closet, for example, and you don't absolutely need it, like you don't spend a lot of time in there. Most of the time when you go into a closet, you're only in there for like seconds. So it probably doesn't make sense to keep that room quite so cool. All right, next, choose your clothing and food wisely. Just throughout the summer, wear very lightweight clothing made of material that breathes like cotton and avoid foods that can make you feel warmer as you digest, such as spicy or heavy foods. It actually makes a very, very big difference. So uh, if you want to wear workout clothes all summer while you're at home, hey, no one's going to judge you for that. Just do it. it may, it's going to end up saving you money. Next, close shades, drapes, and blinds. I know it's really nice looking outside, but again, if you're running the air conditioning and you have the windows, the blinds wide open, you're fighting against yourself. Direct sunlight can raise the temperature in a room by 10 to 20 degrees especially those that are east or west facing. Next, reduce heat from lighting and electronics. Conventional light bulbs put off a lot of heat. Hopefully you don't have too many of those anymore. Whereas CFL bulbs use far less electricity and produce very little heat. Your electronics like TVs, computers, and game systems produce a lot of heat as well. And even in standby mode. So put them on power strips that you can click fully off when not in use. Again, if you keep the TV on, you keep these electronics like a a receiver or something like that, it's just you're fighting against yourself. You're using electricity to keep that item on, and then you're also having to pay more electricity to cool down the room. So have them stop fighting against each other and just shut it all down. All right, next, maintenance. This is a big one. Have your AC unit serviced and change the filter regularly. Make sure the condenser has nothing obstructing it like tall grass or weeds. Inside, make sure your doors and windows are well sealed, right? These are all part of maintenance. Now, sometimes people will try to prolong the life of your air filter In almost no case does it make sense for you to keep a filter longer than whatever the manufacturer uh, uh, recommends, and that's usually 30 days, all right? So trying to stretch out uh, the length of time is generally not a good use of money. Um, The amount of money you'll save by having clean filters uh, will far outweigh the cost of, again, not having to buy filters as often. Number 10, use water. Sometimes just a quick rinse in the shower or a cold, damp cloth on the back of your neck can get you through. So there you go. 10 big tips on saving more money. Look, this is a big deal. I I could have potentially just saved you two, three, four hundred dollars or more by the end of the summer. And all because you listen to the Savings Angels show. So it's my great pleasure to save you lots of money. So as always, my friends, stay cool.
Hey, I mentioned that we have a brand new savings angel. For the past three months, I have been hard at work with developers, with our host, with a big team of people, and we've gone through and completely redesigned savingsangel.com. And this, what we designed, it's all about you. So I want to thank you. We received more than a hundred suggestions on what you want to see. And the participation has been wonderful. So it's been an honor to be of service. We absolutely listened to everybody that we got uh, encouragement from or suggestions from, complaints from, whatever, right? We listened to it all and we made a lot of changes. So if you get the chance, please go to our website right now and check it out. We offer great tools and um, we produce great help for you and your family on how to live more abundantly. So when you visit savingsangel.com, you'll immediately now, because of the way we redesigned it, you'll immediately see ways you can live abundantly today, including fast access to everything you want. And again, after all this development, we've created a site as well that is super fast. Seriously, it is nearly 10 times as fast. I am not kidding. Uh, We went through, I'm not going to bore you with all the technical stuff, but essentially we found something that was lingering. It was old code or something like that, and it was slowing down our site. Oh man, I cannot tell you. Finding that, discovering that, and removing that, it's like the lion who had the, the giant thorn in his paw pulled out by the mouse. That's kind of what it felt like, right? Also, it's going to be a lot easier to figure out what's free and why would it ever make sense for you to upgrade at Savings Angel. We've got a $3.99 a week service, and that's going to help you cut your grocery bill in half. But even if you don't want to do that, if you really want to just go a little bit more casual on your savings, we've got a lot of free stuff. And we've got a Start Here page. You'll see that up at the top. Just click on that, and that'll basically explain how to use Savings Angel. Now, we do have, speaking of free stuff, we've got a free coupon database. Just click on the button on in the menu at the top on any page, and boom, it's right there. Now, you just need to log in first. Super easy. Matter of fact, now you could just click with a Facebook or Twitter account, and you're automatically in. It'll take you literally less than 10 seconds. Also very easy to access this podcast. It's on every single page at the very top there. You'll see it where you can click and listen on your iPhone, on your Android, your Roku, your computer, anywhere, anyhow you want. This Savings Angel show is listened to more than 40,000 times a month. That's crazy. And we're thrilled to allow you better access to what is the most popular shopping and savings podcast on the planet. Also, I want to thank our VIP members. I'm sending you big hand hearts right now. You know what I'm talking about. Go ahead. You can do it, right? Make one of those hand hearts right back. All right. You help make our work possible. You've helped employ many dozens of amazing stay-at-home moms that work to make the best savings available uh, to our VIP members. And you'll now find faster access to the places you need to get to so you can grab your deals Print your coupon super fast, print your list, get off to the store for massive savings for your family. So again, if you have any questions on anything, zip Rachel an email, all right? Her email address is helpdesk at savings.com 
angel.com. And if you have any questions about anything like how to save more money, how to use this better, does it make sense for you to upgrade to our VIP service? She will totally help you out. Now, we've got a really helpful help desk system too that will help you learn how to coupon or anything else that you want to learn in terms of saving lots of money. It's truly an honor to help you live more abundantly. We've got a lot planned for all of our fellow angels, you, this year. So I want to thank you for allowing me to do the work I feel called to do. I look forward to hearing from you any way you wish to reach out, Twitter, email, help desk, Facebook group, any other social media platform you find us at. And together, we can all live more abundantly. All right. Uh oh. Awesome. This looks like right, the and business. Go, go live. Is this? Are we living? Yeah. And so we are interviewing the guy that probably has the best job on the planet. This guy designs roller coasters for a living. Can you believe that? There, there. Every day. There is no better job on the planet. I'm convinced. So how did you? To, okay. So for all of the youngsters who play roller coaster tycoon. Yes. And they say one day I'm going to be that guy. Brian Morrow from SeaWorld. Right. How do you become that guy? Uh, it's, it, you can become any first, you can do anything you want to do. When I was 10, I decided that I was going to design theme parks and roller coasters for a living. I am now doing it for over 20 years of my career. So anything is possible. You just got to focus in on what you want to do and focus hard, get some schooling and get a lot of experience and focus your passion on exactly what you want and anything is obtainable. So when you go from playing the games about designing roller coasters, what did what what did you do after that? Or again, tw- if we're talking 20 years ago, you were probably etching I it out on graph paper. I was building models of roller coasters out of old parts and pieces from train models. Uh, HO scale railroad sets. I had a whole theme park in my basement I built as a scale model. And then because there was no there, I didn't have a computer. You know, yeah, that was, right. that didn't exist. So um, I'm not that old, but we didn't have a computer. <laughs> I'm not that old, but, but yeah, not the, and not that rich, and not that rich, right? Yeah. So, so but yeah, and that's so I, I left. I went to school. I got a degree in engineering, uh, and I love arts and creativity. So I, my passion was entertainment and arts and creative. You put that with technical, and you become a theme park designer. So going back to now school, so elementary, middle school, high school, were there any classes that that you you really paid attention to because you thought that those would be helpful? Math and science, super important. And also, I was really fascinated with uh, history and biology, which makes this place a perfect place for me to work because I am surrounded by animals and helping the planet and creating experiences that matter, that can actually make a difference in our everyday lives right here at SeaWorld. So, Brian, you'd mentioned uh, going to college. What did you study in college? Civil engineering. Yeah. And so, if you want to design roller coasters, civil engineering is is a pretty good way to go. It's a way to do it. Mechanical as well, or be a physicist. All kinds of great people. It takes a lot of people to make it all come together and uh, and everybody that people that work on this attraction were engineers scientists zoologists educators lighting designers a guy that writes all the music and a guy that created all the rock work i mean it's everything it takes a bunch of people to put this together it's just not me it's a lot of people and a big crew to kind of pull all this together and make it really a one-of-a-kind attraction. So you des- so you're credited with having been on the design team for Mako. Yes. And 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 the what what would be your title with this project? So I'm the vice president of experience design. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I oversee the entire attraction. 
I worked on the layout of the ride, where the ride would go, what stories we're going to tell, what it's going to look like, what color is it going to be, right down to what plants we're going to put in the land. So all of that is experience design, and I partner in with ride engineers, other engineering people, civil, mechanical, structural, electrical, everything comes together as a big team to build something that's amazing. So I want to... I want to know what did the zoologist, what is the zoologist's contribution to Mako? Yeah. And most importantly, like when we're riding it, what are the things that we want to look for that say, oh, the zoologist had his hand or her hand in this? That's great. So, so zoology holds the stories of the animals for me. These guys are subject matter experts, and we got a lot here that know a lot about sharks. So, so we tap into them, and they tell us the stories of the animals. They tell us how the animals hunt. They tell us what the animals do, how fast they can swim, and we use all that information really? to script the ride, create the ride. They review all of our educational content. It's actually created by our zoological department, education departments, right down to the sculptures that are all around the realm. There's 45 sculptures of sharks, yeah. and they've approved and, and edited and manipulated every gill, every flute, every tooth, every face, every eye, everything is all approved by our zoological team to make sure it is accurate because we are SeaWorld. Yeah. And everything related to animals, we do accurately, authentically, and with love and with passion. Now, one thing that I noticed as we so we boarded the ride, we just yeah. rode it, and it oh, was wow. incredible. Yeah. The, the absolutely the best roller coaster that I've been to on, on in a long time. That was long the goal. Time. Yep, absolutely. So one thing that I thought was so cool, and someone pointed this out to me, is they said, look above you. Because when you're just boarding the ride, it's all blue, and there's some sharks kind of swimming kinda around. Chill, yeah. Good. And yeah. then as the ride starts to take off, can you explain what we saw that was really cool? So I am very obsessed with content and sound. So yeah. uh, so Good. we wanted to tell the story. Okay, everybody gets I'm a Mako shark, but we wanted to tell the story of when you left the station, that moment of experience of leaving and looking up that hill. We want it to be a great show experience for the guests on board and off board. So... What happens is exactly as you identified. Uh, we get the green dispatch from the ride control system. The show fires off. It does three different shows up there. It has a musical score, which will follow you from the station all the way up to the top of the lift. Mm -hmm. And then it also has a media effect, which will change to, there it goes. It also, it also has a great media effect that will actually represent the sharks swimming in the direction that you're yeah. going as they chase and hunt their prey, which most importantly are fish and not humans. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just saying. Well, We're not on the menu, guys. I like the way that, uh, the, the way the colors and all of a sudden, like, the activity, like, it, it felt like we were part of a feeding frenzy. And that's exactly right. You're the shark. It's a simple idea, right? Yeah. How many ways can you make you feel like you're the shark? And that was another one. It's a great tool, a great effect. It looks fantastic. Sounds awesome. So what else is a part of, so just an overview of the whole story for something that we haven't already talked about specifically. Okay, so you got to start at the very beginning. Our story opens up just past our waterfront area of the park. You'll start to hear the ocean calling your name. You'll hear the music, the waves start to form, and then you'll start to see the sharks. They're all sculptures, and there's a whole bunch of them representing all types of species. You'll move through the shipwreck reef realm, which is where all the shipwrecks have fallen down and man-made objects are now in the sand bottom, growing over with barnacles, small fish, and of course, there comes the sharks because they hunt the fish. And you can explore these reefs and wrecks and go in the shark encounter, go in the shark restaurant, or go on our new retail experiences as well. And then, of course, the highlight is linking up with the Mako shark and being the Mako on this tallest, fastest, longest coaster experience in Central Florida. And... 
We really enjoy getting the top of the lift and just sort of waving at all the tiny coasters in Orlando because for real, we're a lot taller than them. Oh, so yeah, it's you a look really around, we are way up there. All those small coasters, there they go, <laughs> and off we go. Right? It's Bri perfect. Brian Morrow, <laughs> the best job on the planet, designs roller coasters with SeaWorld. Thank you so much. You're very well for your time. Bye, guys. Well, that's all for today's show. I love saving you time and, of course, money. And I love that you could feel a little bit more cool and comfortable this summer. Now, if you've loved learning about saving money on this podcast, would you take a minute and leave a five-star review in iTunes? It is the highest show of appreciation that, that you could do right now. By doing so, you help us get this podcast out to more people. The higher our rating, the more iTunes promotes us and we get noticed. And as always, if you have any specific questions or there's something you'd like to hear me talk about, research, give you the numbers on, you could drop me a comment on the podcast feedback, write to me in our Facebook group, or call the podcast hotline, 407 205 9250. I'm not too busy. What I do is I work for you. I help you and your family save more money. Leave me a message. I'll answer your question, write you back, or with your permission, I might even share your question or story with others on the show. With that, have an amazing week full of saving more, earning more, and living more abundantly. Crazy. <laughs>